from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You're watching live from America with your ever so humble, God fearing host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Welcome to round two, ladies and gentlemen, live from America. Woo, it is 5 p.m. Eastern Time from the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire, and I am your ever so humble, God fearing but God loving host, Jeremy Harrell, aka the Hip Hop Patriot. Thank you so very much. And as you've seen, that is the new, that is the new intro that you will see when we make the, um, the addition, not the transition, because we're still doing our shows 11 to 5, but the addition to uh, Real America's Voice News, and I just want to thank Real, uh, Real America's Voice News for putting together that intro for me. We are one step closer to broadening our uh, our Live from America family and adding to our Live from America family, so I want to thank you all very much for helping get me to this point if it wasn't for you, and if it wasn't for Almighty God above, we would not be anywhere near where we are right now. And and, and that's including adding a uh, or moving from this studio to a new studio, which will take a good 30 to 45 days, maybe even 60 days to transition because it's got to be all set up and, and uh, you know, uh, getting basically uh, being prepared and prepped uh, for a, a studio that's got somewhat of a similar look to all of the other studios on Real America's Voice News. I gotta say, they're, they're going above and beyond. And, uh, like Becky80 on Rumble says, bye bye CNN, bye bye MSDNC, bye bye Fox News, etc. <laughs> so thank you guys all very, very, very much for joining in today. Let's go and give some shout-outs on social media, shall we? We're live right now on Rumble. We are live right now on uh, YouTube, and we are live on Roku. The only thing that you will not see is any of these videos on YouTube after the live version because we get them out of there as soon as possible because we don't want them to be hanging around for trolls to uh, report, report, I don't like what I'm seeing. Uh, Report, oh, conservatives, bad, bad, bad conservatives trying to, you know, save the world. Anyway, let's go do some live shout-outs real quick. Lisa, Jeremy, we appreciate you dearly. Lisa, I appreciate you dearly, and I'm not just saying that because I read what you said. You have no idea how much I pray for you guys every single day, every single night. So thank you very much. New York Patriot says, the best part of my day, slurp, slurp, is live from America. I do not have coffee tonight. I have water because I'm a little dehydrated, and I need some good water. Alicia White says, wow, that was a trip. My screen was stuck until I refreshed. Well... Sometimes social media and technology just doesn't work. It's great when it works. Or I should say it's great until it doesn't work, right? We've got the cookie cutter lady in the house. Wendy, how you doing, Wendy? Good to see you. Donnie from Colorado is watching. Of course, we've got Jen is in the building, and it was her birthday today. So thank you very much for joining, and happy birthday again. Sheila Serino is watching. Once you start on America's Voice News, will you get help, or do you still need to do it all yourself? I'll still need to do it all myself, except I will have... Um, when they when they help build the studio for me, it's going to be a lot easier for me to do it myself from uh, going from clip to clip to clip. And uh, they will give me access to all of their library of clips, um, you know, of like 
when Biden makes a gaffe or 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 when 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 we're out on the road or stuff like that, I'll be able to have access to clips instead of having to go and find them myself. So it will take down my workload just a little bit. Um, I will because I'm not getting hired by Real America's Voice News. They're just literally giving me a place to add the show, another platform for the show. Um, uh, they're not, you know, I, I still need to run the show myself. This is live from America. This is Jeremy Harrell and all of you. This is not uh, produced by or or even um, prepared by Real America's Voice News. They're just given another outlet and, and they're going to help, uh, you know, propel it into the future, I guess. Um, Georgianne Chambersburg from Pennsylvania says, uh, her, her handle says, nobody cares but me. Well, God cares, I think. But I love you. Thank you for watching. And uh, Vicky says, can I get some prayers for my daughter who's having surgery in the morning? Won't make it to the shows tomorrow. Thank you all. Well, you know what? Family first. Always family first. And I pray dearly to God in heaven and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that your daughter makes it through. Um, and, and I know she will. I know she will. So God bless you, and we'll be praying for you. Sharon says, I got my t-shirts. That's awesome. That's great news. I'm glad you got them. Can't wait for the new studio. I know we're moving fast, aren't we? And uh, Lisa827 says, Jeremy, you need an assistant. Yeah, I do. The problem is I need somebody right here. I, you know, there's a lot of you who have offered your assistance, which is phenomenal. But I need somebody who lives right here. And I need somebody who can do, you know, get the shows ready every day and stuff like that to free me up to be able to do other things like sending out Bibles and, and, and tons of other things. Um, Jeremy, any plans on getting on Clout Hub? I'm actually on Clout Hub. Um, I just haven't really posted there much, but I will, I will add that to my social media platforms to post things to more often. Um, so sorry about that. Uh, but I am on uh, on on Cloud Hub already. Uh, Corn Pop said he'd be my assistant. Folks, folks, folks! You're listening to the to the hip hop hit Corn Pop Patriot. Uh, Jeremy Hur Hurl. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Carla Reynolds says, "Jeremy, I'm so late, so upset. I'm having a hard time functioning right now. My family needs prayers. Big prayers to you, Carla Reynolds. God bless you. And uh, I know that." Everything will work out just fine. It always does. It always does when you lean on the Lord. Let's shoot over to say hi to Julie Jordan watching on YouTube. She says, hello, Patriots. Jeremy and all Patriots. Kelly Bruno is watching. Douglas Cowgill says, maybe Corn Pop can be your assistant. Angie B. from North Carolina says, hey, from North Carolina friends. Karen Storm is watching from South Dakota. Um... Real America's Voice News was just in South Dakota for the Freedom Fest. Jer um, Journey and Brandy Peterson says hi, and uh, hi to you folks. I appreciate you both joining in. Snapdragons, 14-year-old patriot from Michigan, is in the building. So God bless you all. Thank you very, very, very much. And uh, yeah, assistant or no assistant, producer or no a producer, we have learned to fit. We've learned to, to to put this show out the way it is, and uh, I think. It's grown leaps and bounds, and I'm happy with where the show is. I would like to tighten up a few things here and there, but I'm very, very ecstatic with where the show is, and I'm very happy with where we all together have brought this show in just a short period of time, and it's truly amazing. I did get a message from uh, quite a few people that said their cards are not being charged for some reason, and they're getting, I think there's about 53 people uh, it, from when I just checked right before the show, that said that their their monthly donation uh, hasn't gone through because of they got a new card or their their card got hacked or or whatever reason. So if you notice that you have not, if you're a monthly donor and you notice that your donation has not gone out for the last month or two, please just check in, log into your account and see if it's working. I can't do anything from my end, but I just wanted to to, uh, to bring that to your attention. 
Okay, and before we get to turning our full attention to the Lord, I want to thank the following people, because I got a lot of mail today. I got a lot of mail over the weekend with being gone on Friday. Um, the following people, I did get your letters, your cards, and your physical donations today, and I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I read every letter. I don't have uh, time to read them all here, but I will be responding to you. Um, but Dreama Wicks, Dennis and Tatiana Sled, Joseph and Billy Fredrickson, Michelle Horton, Laura Hoffmeyer, thank you all for your donations, your letters, and your cards. I would also um, like to thank Christine Johnson. She sent a nice package today that's got a whole bunch of stuff in it, including bracelets and, and other little things, but check this out. It's a little wooden cross with a little card in it that says, When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you, Psalm 56.3. Really awesome. Check that out. Little wooden cross, I think that's awesome. A little pocket cross, right? So thank you very much, Christine. And I'd also like to thank uh, Tylene Norton. I got your letter about the teens, the two teens that you said that uh, you turned on to the show, that love the show, that are all about the Lord. They love saying the Lord's prayer, and they want to help send out some Bibles. I will respond to you through snail mail, just like you sent to me. So thank you very, very much. I'd also like to show you something really funny. Joe and Sally Texera sent me a little tiny mini mask. See the little tiny mini mask for Tony the rat face Fauci? <laughs> what a great little present. What a great little gimmicky gift. And thank you so very much. But we're going to put Tony Fauci to the side because we're tired of talking about him. <laughs> and I'd like to thank um, uh, Bobby Mannion for the gift that you sent Sabrina. Again, every time you guys send something to my wife Sabrina, she is so very, very ecstatic. She said, people are so nice. I said, well, that's the lie from America Family, baby. They love you too. So she said, thank you very much. And she wanted me to, um, to uh, send that message to you. And it's Mandy Mary's birthday. At the last second, I caught a message. And, she, and, and uh, they said, it's probably too late, but if you can, if you see this, can you please sing happy birthday to Mandy Mary? So let's all, together, folks, sing happy birthday to Mandy Mary, as we did earlier um, as well. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mandy. Happy birthday to you. Mwah. God bless you, honey. I hope you have a great birthday. And I hope you've seen this because I know it was real quick, uh, last minute, but I got it in there for you. So happy birthday, Mandy Mary. And now, folks, it is time to turn our love, our attention, and everything of our being, all the way down to the molecular structure of our biology to Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior by reading from Jesus Calling, July 26th, year of our Lord, 2021, and it says this, as you walk with me along your life path, let the hope of heaven shine brightly on you, lighting up your perspective dramatically. Now let's stop right there for a quick second. Lighting up your perspective dramatically. See, nothing is subtle. Nothing is, is quiet or, or slow moving with the Lord. Once you go head first into the word, into the gospel, you're going to see dramatic changes. And it even says it right there, lighting up your perspective, the way you see things dramatically. Every moment you are getting closer to your heavenly home. As you look to me in faith, trusting in my finished work on the cross, the light of heaven's hope shines upon you 
and brightens the path just before you. And that is coming from Matthew eleven twenty eight. Now, last night I asked my oldest son. He's been having some rough times lately. He's, you know, he's he's teenager. He's fourteen. He's going through those things where he doesn't want anybody to talk to him. Doesn't want anybody around him. And I said, you know what, buddy? Before you go to bed tonight, I want you to read from Matthew. Okay, Matthew is one of my favorite favorite books of the New Testament. One of my favorite books of the gospel. And uh, so I had him read from Matthew last night. And this pulls from Matthew eleven twenty eight, which says, "Come to me, all who are weary." And burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, I would think that all of us are weary lately. All of us are burdened lately. All of us just want to live our lives happily with our family and friends under this red, white, and blue American flag of freedom and live this life of pursuit of happiness like we did when we all grew up. Unfortunately, folks, the burden has fallen on us to fight this war against communism fascism, and totalitarianism in this country. And folks, it's hard. It's not easy. Trust me, I know. That's why I tell you guys to take a break sometimes on the weekends and just get rid of it. Just get rid of it because it's so hard, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, to fight. Sometimes we need that rest and relaxation. I know it's hard to put it out of your mind, but you know what? All you got to do is turn off the TV, turn off the internet, shut that, shut down the internet, put your phone down, and enjoy your friends and family. And it is there. We got to regroup because we are the chosen warriors. We are the soldiers of God who put on the armor of God every day and fight. I know it's hard. I know you didn't want this. I didn't want this either. But we're here. And we got to do what we got to do. We got to do what we got to do. It also pulls from 2 Timothy 418. It says, The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. And before you turn out the light tonight, view me as your constant companion, eager to help, eager to help you take the next step on your earthly journeys. Remember, folks, this is just step one for us. This is just our basic instructions before leaving earth. We got a great place waiting for every single one of us. A great place. All right, let's say the Lord's Prayer, and then let's get down to business, folks, because we got a lot to cover, and a lot happened since 11 o'clock show. So please, remove your hats, put down your coffee, set everything aside. Let's focus on the cross. Let's focus on the mercy and the blessings of God. And let's focus on every single word of this Lord's Prayer, and not just say it as a repetitive saying that we say every day. Let's actually focus on the words. You ready? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. So Melissa says, this is exactly why my mom always told me not to discuss politics, but the last 10 years of her life, she was vocal about it. Now, we talk, we've said that before about um, growing up and our grandparents and parents telling us, don't discuss politics and religion. Um... I disagree with that. I, I, I disagree with all of that because I think it's what got us here to this point. But I remembered something. My wife reminded me of something. My parents never really said, my grandparents never really said, don't discuss religion and politics 
or don't talk about religion and politics, there was one word that I forgot that they used. And they said, don't argue about politics and religion. That's what I was, that's what I was told. Don't argue about it. And that is the key word, folks. We should have always discussed and we should have always talked about God and our political spectrum in this country. Always. We should have never, ever, ever dropped that because we were too afraid to start a, con a um, confrontation. However, when that confrontation arises, that is when you pull back, when you realize that you're just too... Uh, an immovable object hits an, an unstoppable force, right? Don't argue about politics and religion. And I never... I, I can't believe I did not remember that word. Don't argue. But we should have always discussed, because when we, because that's exactly what they wanted us to do was get it further away from our our discussions, so that it wasn't at the at the forefront of of, of the dinner table of of, uh, of supper uh, conversations. You know what I mean? So we got to be very 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 vig not vigilant, but we got to be very adamant about making sure that we spread the gospel. We got to be very adamant to stand up for which way our political spectrum is going in this country. We just got to be very, very careful about getting into the repetitive revolving door of arguing, chasing your tail when nothing is getting done. So, are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, Roku, YouTube, Rumble, iHeartRadio, Podcast, the Jeremy Harrell website, the whole Live from America family. Let's get ready to rumble, ladies and gentlemen. And do not forget to reach down there and share that button out. Because of you guys today, we had about 6,500 people watching live on Rumble, which really shot up those overall numbers. So please, share this video. Get it to your friends and family while you still have those big tech companies. Hit that plus sign on Rumble. Give us a rumble. And if you're on YouTube, then reach down and click like and subscribe. Tiffany Lee just says, I just unfriended a ton of friends that just wanted to argue with me. Feels good, doesn't it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, the first and foremost section of today, we're going to be giving out a lot of dum-dums. I'm not going to throw as many as I want to give out. We'll just throw one dum-dum for all four dum-dums. However, let's break it down. The next step in total forced vaccination totalitarianism is here folks i've been telling you how they're going to do it for months and months and months they're going to get to a point where they slowly chip away like they did your freedoms at how they're going to force this vaccination upon you right i told you first it would be games and then it would be concerts and then it would be um you know large gatherings and then it would be grocery stores and then it would be travel and then more and more and more they're going to shut you down if you are anti-vax or anti-vaccination or anti-COVID or anti-big government, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're labeling anybody who wants to, to refuse to take their vaccine as a, as a white supremacist or a terrorist or a murderer or anything else. That is the rhetoric that they're starting to move towards. Okay? Today, um, just from this morning's show till now, let me explain to you all the things that happened surrounding this ridiculous Fauci juice that they want to jab into your arm. California just announced that all state employees must get the shot or undergo weekly testing. Okay, fine. I'm a state employee. Test me every week. Don't jab that thing up into my brain because I know that you guys got a lot um, less painful ways of doing it now. Okay, you want me to take a weekly test? Fine, go ahead. Test me weekly. Do your thing. But I'm not getting the shot. However, it's not going to stop there. That's where they're at now. That is their step now. They're going to say, get the shot if you're a state employee or get tested every week. However, folks, however, 
That's only going to be for the next few weeks. It's going to go from get the shot or get tested to get the shot or get fired. Here is Governor Gavin Gruesome Newsom, ladies and gentlemen, talking about exactly what I just said. Now, the fact that all of it's really just disgusting. Every bit of it is disgusting, and I'll just let him say it out of his own words. Here we go. 46,000 Californians are state employees. 246,000 Californians should be vaccinated. And if they're not vaccinated and cannot verify that they've been vaccinated, uh, we are requiring uh, that they get tested. California is committed to vaccination, verification, and or testing on a weekly basis. We're not stopping just with state employees. Today, we're also announcing partnerships that include those like Kaiser, private sector now stepping up, organizations representing physicians, dentists, dialysis clinics stepping up, private sector clinics are committing to the same. Uh, in healthcare settings, they're committed not only to verification of vaccines, but also testing, and that testing cadence will increase to twice a week uh, in high-risk, uh, high, highly vulnerable settings. What are those? Well, not surprising, acute care settings, skilled nursing facilities would be among them. Our application implementation of these new requirements uh, that will go out under a health order in the state of California begin on August 9th and are implemented through August 23rd. And there you go, folks, and you heard exactly what he said there. He said not only are they doing it on a state level with state employees, even though it's not approved, they can't make you man they can't mandate it. They just can't. They cannot mandate a non-federally approved shot. Emergency or not, they can't mandate it. But they're doing it, and judges are ruling with them because the court systems are failing. Okay? But here's the thing, folks. Did you hear what he said? He said it's not only state employees, that they're also putting the pressure on dentists, prim uh, primary care, uh, family doctors and physicians, and other organizations, other businesses, they're going to put the pressure on them. And, how, and they said partnerships. That's what they called it. We're partnering with all of these private sector businesses to do the same thing. The problem is it's not a partnership. It's more, it's more of an intimidation. You do this or else. We will shut you down and lock you down again, and you'll destroy your business. So this is how they're forcing it, piece by piece, little by little. Oh, but that wasn't the only one. de Blasio said the same thing. de Blasio said the same thing about the, the, uh, um, the police, the fire, the firemen and firewomen, uh, and, and policemen and women, and the firefighters, all of them as well. There's, they're pushing it harder and harder and harder. Cuomo had this to say. Now, I have this pulled up on um, on audio because I could not find a good video of it. So let me just pull up the audio version of this. And we have to get in those communities, and we have to knock on those doors, and we have to convince people and put them in a car and drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. That is the mission. Let's hear that again. And we have to get in those communities, and we have to knock on those doors, and we have to convince people, and put them in a car, and drive them, and get that vaccine in their arm. That is the mission. We have to get in those communities, we have to convince those people, we have to put them in a car, and we have to get that jab in their arm. That is the mission.
Are you kidding me? The king of murdering the elderly? The king of sexually assaulting uh, weaker women around him? This guy? This guy gets on, he has the gall to get on there and say, we have to get in their, we have to get, go to their homes, we have to convince them to get in the car, basically a state government issued vehicle, and drive them to jab them in the arm. You, you don't think that's fascism? You don't think that's good old fashioned fascism, folks? Oh, my lanta. Oh, but it doesn't end there. This all happened just today, and it doesn't end there. Here is your sniffer in thief, Beijing Biden, talking about every employee at the Veteran Affairs um, Clinic will also be mandated. Here's Joe Biden, your sniffer in thief. You are such a pain in the neck, but I'm going to answer your question because you've known each other for so long. It has nothing to do with Iraq. The answer, no, no. <laughs> I'll answer your question. Yes, Veteran Affairs is going to, in fact, require that all docs working in that and facilities are going to have to be vaccinated. There you go. Everybody at the, at the Veteran Affairs will have to get vaccinated, and they'll have a short time, short period of time to do it. I believe they said uh, by September second, everybody has to be vaccinated or fired. Folks, it's folks, folks, folks. You see what I'm saying here? And it's so funny when I go back to last year when I was talking about this with my with my uh, Democrat friends or or associates that I know. And they told me, you're crazy. Called me Alex Jones. You're crazy, Alex Jones. Take off your tinfoil hat. There's no way they're going to make you take it. You don't want to take it? Don't take it. Die. That's not what they're doing. I knew little by little by little that they would do this. Little by little, they're going to do this. And they're going to continue to do this until we make them stop. But apparently, even saying that, make them stop, until we the people rise up, until patriots tell them no, even that now is being classified and put in some database as a white nationalist, white supremacist terrorist. If you hate big government, they're calling you anti-government, and they're putting you in these um, databases as anti-government. They are, they are redefining words, just like they did the word racist, just like they did the word bigot, so that you have to, 100% have to comply, or else they're going to destroy your life every which way they can. But, go, but guys, don't worry about all of this. Just keep fighting. Just keep fighting and just keep uh, getting on your knees every day and praying to good Lord God Almighty above. Because we say it all the time. What can't you do? You can't beat God. And whose side is God on in this situation? It's very, very apparent who's got, whose side God is on. And it isn't on the side of what you just heard these people say. He isn't on that side. I can guarantee it. Sincerely, Alyssa K says Trump needs to expose the vaccines, not promote it. 100% agree. I can't stand when President Trump talks uh, about, the, about these, these shots in a positive way. I can't stand it. Hate it. 100% hate it. Hated it when Ron DeSantis did it last week. 100% hate it. It's not going to turn me against these guys. I just don't know why they're doing it. I just don't know why they're doing it. I'll never understand what makes these two individuals, President Trump and Ron DeSantis, push this vaccine. I don't get it. I don't get it. But here we are. And we got to take this into our own hands and make sure that us and our children are kept safe from the... Look, 
why would they be, I've said it a thousand times, why, why, why would they be trying to stick you so badly with this thing? Why? Why would they be taking away everything that, that, that makes your life your life just to stick you with this thing that doesn't even keep you safe from it anyway, which we now know is 1,000% true? Everybody who's got this thing is still getting COVID. So I thought that I would play a nice little video for you that I found. And uh, I think you're really going to, I mean, you guys already all know this. You already all know this. But I think you're really going to find this interesting. Because this right here, what I'm about to show you, these mathematical numbers and not common core math, is what we shut down the world for. Ready? Check this out. Google, world population, 7.8 billion. Total COVID cases, 182 million. Total COVID deaths, 3.94 million. Now, to get the percentage of people who actually got COVID, we take the total number of cases divided by the total population, which gives us 0.023, or 2.3%, which means 2.3% of people in the world have gotten COVID. Now, to get the percentage of people who died from COVID, we take the total number of deaths divided by the total number of cases, which gives us 0.021, or 2.1%. Now, what about your chances of getting COVID and actually dying? Well, we're going to take 0.023 times 0.021, which gives us 0.0004 or 0.04%. That number right there is the reason that the whole world is shut down, that we're going through this pandemic. That is not a pandemic. 0.04, folks. Population, shut seven. that down. 0.04% chance of, of, of getting this virus and dying. 0.04% of the population will get or die from this vaccine. Not even a half of 1% did we destroy this world over. Not even a half of 1% has nothing to do with keeping you safe, has nothing to do with saving your life, has nothing to do with saving grandma and grandpa, because if it did, Cuomo and Whitmer and the rest of these Democratic governors would be in prison right now facing the death sentence. It has nothing to do with any of that. It has everything to do with something completely different. You know it, and I know it. Because there's a billion things out there that have a higher percent chance of killing you or anybody around you than that did right there. We'll take a quick break, refill whatever it is that you're drinking. We'll be right back with more Live from America. Hey, War Room Posse. Real America's voice and the war room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interest, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's voice and the war room. Check it out. Real America's voice in the war room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. Hey, Warburg Posse, Real America's Voice. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. And back right here from the Live Fear or Die state of New Hampshire, live from America, we forgot to actually throw the dum-dum for those four dum-dums, Biden, Cuomo, de Blasio, and Newsom. So let's go ahead and cue that music. 
and every one of them go right into that swamp donkey bucket. All right, let's get to big tech, because this is something that uh, we all need to start figuring out a way to get away from. Okay, and that is Facebook, Twitter, Microsoft, and YouTube. They will start, just like I was just talking about in the last segment, they will start to add content to a shared, quote, counterterrorism key database aiming to crack down on material from, quote, white supremacists and far-right militias. Basically, if you are not with the Biden regime, if you fly that Make America Great Again slogan or flag, if you call yourself a patriot, if you love the red, white, and blue, if you believe that Joe Biden did not win the presidency, if you believe that President Trump won the presidency, if you believe that this entire COVID thing is a scam, and if you believe that President Trump really, really, really exposed the swamp and you talk about it, you're going on a database that is a terrorism database. Basically, everything that you do, your name, your location, everything you say will be watched with a magnifying glass and you will be put on a terrorism list. Again, Facebook, Twitter, Microsoft, and YouTube. So, the question is, the question is, how long are you going to stay on Facebook? How long are you going to stay on Twitter? How long are you going to be there and subject yourself to these kind of, uh, of, of lies and these kind of labels that really just limit you and, and, and put a microscope on you for totalitarian brown shirt regimes to come after you in every which way you can? Again, the only reason I have a YouTube page anymore is just so the people that for whatever reason can't get on rumble or don't have roku or don't want to watch it or listen to it on the website have a place to listen to it but i delete every video after that because i could care less how many views they get i could care less how many likes they get resolute road says they've been doing that for a while jeremy yes they have they have but now that they've come right out and said we're doing it rather than just doing it behind the scenes how long are we going to stay on those platforms and allow them to do that to us. It's time to migrate, folks. It's time to migrate to other places. Or stay and fight. You can stay and fight, too, just like you stay in, in, in your own states and fight, even though you're fighting an uphill battle. Long story short, folks, knowledge is power, and at least you have the knowledge now. At least you know exactly what they're doing with your content. Um, I ditched fate. A fake book in late January and have no regrets, says Tommy Lance. And Alyssa says, I permanently deleted my Facebook account a week before you got banned off it, and I have been so free and at peace since I made the choice. The only thing I miss on that platform is the marketplace. If there was, if Craigslist was still good, I would use that. The only thing I miss off that place is marketplace. Anytime I see anybody scrolling on it, it almost makes me want to puke and throw up. Same, same thing with Google. I know. Same thing with Google. Uh, let's move on to Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch because they have obtained information through their lawsuits that show that Joe Biden set up a private email server, much like Hillary Clinton did, and fake accounts under the name of Robin Ware and, uh, and a few other names. But Robin Ware, what, what is that? Anyway, he set up a server and an account using fake names from which he would send and receive government correspondence while he was the vice president. And all of this was revealed by information that was received by Tom Fitton and the Judicial Watch um, from their FOIA request of Hunter Biden's laptop, which took months and months and months. But again, folks, I know a lot of you are going to say nothing will be done. Nothing will be done. Nothing will be done. Let me put it to you this way. Um, 
Um, first of all, when you sin against God and you're an open sinner and you have not repented for your sins and you don't have a journey with Jesus and you don't have a relationship with God Almighty in heaven, God stores up your sins and God stores up his wrath upon you. And on the day of judgment, God will release that wrath upon you by sentencing you to an eternity in fire and brimstone, which we all know as hell. Okay? The same thing is going to happen to every one of these people that we are storing up information on, storing up facts of what they did on, storing up the stories that we've, we put together of everything that they did for decades and decades, and President Donald J. Trump's second term, whether it's tomorrow or whether it's 2024, he will have no um, rhinos around him, he will have no swamp donkey Democrats around him. The next time President Donald J. Trump occupies that White House, he will put pit bulls in charge of the DOJ. He will put pit bulls in charge of the FBI. He will put pit bulls in charge of the NSA. And he is going to come after every one of these people with a vengeance. You are going to see what happens when you store up the wrath of the American people. And when we finally get President Donald J. Trump back in that White House, which is happening, it's inevitable, folks. It's biblical, it's prophesied, and it is inevitable. And once President Trump gets back where he belongs, well, like I said, whether it's tomorrow or whether it's two years from now, he is going to take down every one of these deep state scumbags. He promised he would do it, and it's the one and only promise that he did not have the time to fulfill. And he will be, I was going to use a, 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 a swear word, but he will be, de- he will be, he will be, uh, he'll be coming after every one of them. Every single one of them. And they will not be able to hide. That is why they're doing everything in their power to try to get rid of him and us right now. Putting us in databases, blah, 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 blah. He will do it. He will drain that swamp. And every one of these guys will not see justice just from God when they die, but they will see justice right here on earth, and we will be alive to watch it. Mark my words. Mark my words. Will it take time? Yes. Will people suffer in the process? 100%. Will we get canceled, shut down? Most likely. But long story short, folks, when he comes back, he's putting every one of these people where they belong. And that's in, in my mind, that's Gitmo. In my mind, that's Gitmo. And I understand. I, I feel the same urgency as you guys feel. I see. I feel the same. Uh, you know, nothing will ever be done. Not, these guys will continue to get away with it, but they won't. They will store up the wrath of the American people, and we, the people, when we get the right person back in that White House, will shut them down and shut them down for good. Time to give the second dumb dumb award of the day, and this person might be the ultimate dumb dumb. As a matter of fact, maybe I should have got the big scepter dumb dumb for this person. Actually, there's two of them. <laughs> it's really two of them. Here is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Don Lemon. Another example of how the far left points fingers at the right for the Nazi stuff that they do every single day. And watching these two is like watching an intelligent conversation between dumb and dumber. It just makes you dumber. I think my IQ has actually been lowered watching these two have a conversation. But I want to play this for you, and I'm probably going to stop it throughout the video because of what I mean when they say, when I say that they point fingers at the very same things that they do themselves. Check this out. I'll also say, and and to that we should say, 
why don't you want our schools to teach anti-racism? Why don't Republicans want their kids to know the tradition of anti-racism in the United States? Why are Republicans... So right there, first of all, she's talking about critical race theory. And she's saying, why don't Republicans want to teach anti-racism? We do. We do want to teach our children that it is wrong to be racist, you dummy. We do want that. But you got to understand, critical race theory is not teaching anti-racism. Critical race theory is teaching racism. Stupid. But, of course, it's like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You can't expect much. Watch further. Trying to ban books in this country. Why are Republicans trying to ban books in this country? Can we say Josh Hawley? <laughs> Can we say any of these conservatives that tried to put out a book and were banned from publishers because they called them January 6th um, uh, sympathizers? Are you kidding me? What Republicans are trying to ban books in this country other than racist books that turn our children racist? Dummy. Let's continue to watch dumb things come from her mouth. Republicans trying to ban speech. Why are they Hold on, let's take that back. What? Trying to ban speech. Why whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that one more time. Why are Republicans trying to ban speech? What? Why are they trying to fire certain professors? What? Why are they attacking the core roots of history in this country? That's straight. Why are they trying to ban speech and attack the core history of this country? Uh, <laughs> uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube, uh, Google. Should I say more about banning speech? And as far as banning the history of this country, the last time I looked, Republicans aren't ripping down statues to get rid of the history in this country. That was Democrats. These people are so stupid and so out there that they don't even realize what they're saying. I truly don't believe she understands what she's saying. It's not. This isn't a calculated effort by a calculated person. This is a stupid, ridiculous effort by a very stupid, ridiculous person. She has no idea what she's even talking about. Even Don Lamont is sitting there going, what? <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Core roots of history in this country that strays anything beyond what we already know. In fact, you have folks like Kevin McCarthy making statements that sound like he's never even read Martin Luther King in his life. What? Trying to ban books that actually talk about the history of the civil rights movement and institutional racism in the United States. So why don't Republicans want us to learn how to not be racist? <laughs> why don't Republicans want, us, want kids to know how to not be racist. Look at Don Lemon's face. He looks so stupid. Well, they're and saying it's too young. It is makes the question that illuminates this. Again, folks, again, everything that she just said, I mean, I know it's a waste of time to show this stuff. I get it. But again, you got it. You're gonna you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're arguing with some liberal know-nothing who uses those talking points. Now, I know you're smart enough to think exactly what I thought, but just in case, now you have a little bit of ammo to fight with that. Stop them and go, whoa, 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 banning speech? Um, what? Wanted to ban uh, history? Uh, what? And you got to hit them with these facts, folks. Again, they're not going to open up their eyes in front of you, 
but you can plant seeds much like you plant the seeds of the gospel, and sooner or later they'll come through. You don't know, you don't know how many messages I get a month from former snowflakes that said, oh, I can't believe what I was doing. I can't believe what I was thinking. Even Don Lemon was like, the dumbest look on his face because he was like, I feel dumber. Even Don Lemon can get, Don Lemon can get dumber after listening to AOC. <laughs> so, going to take a quick break, going to go to some social media questions and some statements, and we'll be right back, right after that. So Donnie C says, I have to turn the sound off. Text me with, <laughs> text me, <laughs> don't want to puke in my mouth. <laughs> Ah, uh, JP Mom says she's a little girl with no brains. Unfortunately, all it takes is a popularity contest to get it to get elected into, into these positions, and it's it's truly sad. Um, Tommy Lank says Democrats are experts at lying. You know what I think, by the way? Just like these Democrats want you to take all these courses to be to be uh, qualified for certain things, you should have to be qualified to be elected to an. Uh, to a, a federal position, to a to a, a place like the House of Representatives or the U.S. Senate, you should have to have some kind of qualifications. You can't just be any AOC off the streets and win because they don't have the they don't have the brain capacity, they don't have the education, they don't have the common sense, they don't have the thought process that it takes to be in a position like that. They just don't. I mean, my children, my 13 and 14-year-old children are, and I'm not just saying this to be mean, they are far smarter than AOC. They could sit down with AOC and they could destroy her in a debate about the Constitution and about American history. And I'm not lying. I'm giving you the 100% truth. My children would be able to sit down with her and destroy her in a debate when it comes to American history, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, any of that. They can sit and recite more than I can. That is how in tune my children are with this country and how this country was formed. This woman is just straight stupid. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to scoff at her, but man, why she's in a position that she is, it should not be allowed to, to be that way. You should have to meet some kind of criteria in this country to be an elected official. And on top of that, term limit, term limit, term limit. And that's another thing. When Donald Trump gets back in power and we overtake the Senate and the House, if the, if the Republicans don't run through term limits, that is when we build a new party. We don't need a new party yet because we have to have this two part. We have to have this party system in order to win back all of them. But if they don't listen to we the people and put term limits on all of them, that is when we start the new party. Exactly. Um, Dominion elected her, says Maggie, and Michelle Atkinson on YouTube said she should go to Cuba. We don't want her here. I agree. I agree. All right, back with more news here on Live from America. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to read to you. We were just talking about um, Republicans. We were talking about if they don't do the will of the people once they get the White House, the Senate, and the House back, then we need to start a new party and get rid of them. Or at least I would say that would be an opportune time to do exactly that because that's what we want in this country. That's what an overwhelming amount of Americans want because you can't have power if if you're not in there for decades, right? So speaking of Republicans and how weak they are, President Trump put out a statement um, about Senate Republicans and Republicans in general today. And it says this, Senate Republicans are being absolutely savaged by the Democrats on so-called bipartisan infrastructure bill. Mitch McConnell, I 
Mitch McChina, uh, and his small group of rhinos want nothing more than to get a deal done at any cost to prove that he can work with radical left-wing Democrats. It is so important to him that he is agreeing to almost anything. Don't do the infrastructure deal. Wait until after we get a proper election result in 2022 or otherwise. Or otherwise. What does that mean? Hold on, let's go back. Don't do the infrastructure deal. Wait until we get a proper election result in 2022 or otherwise. You know what the or otherwise means. And regain strong negotiating stance. Republicans, don't let the radical left play you for weak fools and losers. Cheer button, come on. Cheer. There it is, right there. I agree. I agree 100% with President Donald J. Trump right there. Don't do anything. Do exactly what they do in denying the quorum because this is constitutional. This is a this is a massive thing that they're trying to do with shoving things through reconciliation that should not be going through reconciliation. When you change the very fabric of this country, you have to run it through the right way. And Senate Republicans and even House Republicans need to start growing a spine. Or their days are numbered too. We the people have had enough. The days of, of pandering, the days of just rolling over and, 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 and having our bellies scratched and going, oh, well, we'll kick the can down the road. Those days are over, folks. Those days are over. Those days are long gone. The Republican Party better shape up or it's going to ship out as well. Now I want to play another uh, hard, hard, hard person to listen to. But we got we to gotta do this. Over the weekend... Um, Chuck Schumer, Chuckle Schumer, the most evil person on this planet besides Stretchface Armstrong and Hitler. Those are probably the three most evil, worthless people on this planet that ever lived. Chuckle Schumer, Stretchface Armstrong, and Hitler. Uh, he had some very stupid things to say over the weekend. And I got to tell you one thing, he's going to be really mad when the otherwise that President Donald J. Trump was just speaking about actually comes to fruition. Here's Chuck Schumer just roasting President Trump and all of us over the weekend. You probably asked yourself the same question I asked myself. How could 74 million people vote for such a despicable human being as Donald Trump? And I don't care if you're a liberal or a conservative, a Democrat or a Republican. He is a vile man. He is dishonest. He is divisive. That's what he loves to do, just divide people fighting with each other. He's a racist. And he always appeals to the dark side of human nature, which he's very good at, unfortunately. How did they vote for him? So, like I said, he's going to be really mad when he finds out that it wasn't 74 million, that it was more like 80-something million. Probably 85, 86, maybe even 90 million. That's when he's going to be really mad. He is going to be so, so, so mad. Um, but to call, but to say he is a racist, he is divisive. Um, excuse me. Again, pointing fingers, but doing it themselves. Somebody just said they're not sharing my videos until I. Hold on, I got to go back to that real quick. They're not sharing the videos until I what? Until I keep my word. Who said that? Who said that? What does that mean anyway? It's already gone. I wonder what somebody's talking about. They're not sharing my videos until I keep my word. Please tell me what I didn't keep my word about. And if I forgot to do something, 
I'll gladly do that. I'll wait for the uh, for it to pop up in the in the chat again. Um, I'm, I'm truly truly curious as to what that means. Anyway, let's move on um, to the patriotic political prisoners in D.C. Okay, the patriotic prisoner uh, political prisoners in D.C. For the last couple weeks, we've been highlighting this. Okay. We've been highlighting this big time because they're being held in there. They're being abused in there. They're being denied any kind of, uh, of rights in there. And we said over and over and over and over again that, this, that the Republicans in D.C. need to get involved. And until the Republicans in D.C. get involved, then we know that they don't stand with us. That they truly don't stand with us. So, and I've been messaging Marjorie Taylor Greene and many other people about this. And it looks like they're finally, finally, finally starting to come around. Okay, hold on real quick. Provo person said this and said you didn't reach out to them. Who is them? I'm wondering. I'm wondering who them is. Please let me know. Um, Representative Gates, Representative Gomer, Representative Goser, and of course Marjorie Taylor Green are going to be holding a press conference at the Department of Justice demanding answers on the inhumane treatment of January 6th political prisoners. And it's about time. It is about time that somebody's doing this. This is what we need to do. This is exactly what we need to do. We need to make sure that we are fighting the good fights and, and, and not trying to fight things that, that, that just won't matter. And the Republicans are constantly, constantly siding with the Democrats or fighting things that just don't matter okay and uh it's finally good to see some people and here's the other thing too why are republicans not doing anything until like it seems like they're constantly following Mar why does marjorie taylor green have to be the one as a freshman congresswoman why does she be, have to be the one that stands up and does the hard things why is she the one that has to stand up and take all the abuse where is uh, Kevin McCoward and the rest of them that are standing up. It seems like she has to do something for them to follow. So big shout out to Marjorie Taylor Greene for doing something. Okay, and it's about time that these guys are all jumping on board. It's about time. So they're going to be holding a press conference um, at the Department of Justice. And also, by check this out. It, this was reported by Missy Crane, who wrote the story, that every night at 9 p.m., all of those patriotic polit political prisoners in D.C. at 9 p.m. sing the national anthem. And you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the story of the political prisoners or the soldiers that were prisoners kept captive in the bottom of that boat with Francis Scott Key when he wrote the national anthem. That's what it reminds me of. To know that at 9 p.m. every night, these political prisoners that are stuck in there sing the national anthem, for one, that's heartbreaking to me. That is absolutely heartbreaking to me. Can you imagine hearing that? Can you imagine hearing that through the walls or through the windows or through the bars? That them singing every night? That's got to be heartbreaking. But that story actually does remind me of that story of the of how the national anthem was created and all those prisoners in the bottom of the boat um, praying and asking Francis Scott Key, is the flag still there? Is the flag still there? What an amazing, amazing group of people in there. Uh, held held there with no bail, being abused, stuck in solitary confinement 23 hours a day. 
Man, unbelievable. Big shout out to Representative Gates, Gomer, Goser, and Marjorie T Taylor Green for bringing some light to this. And hopefully, hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, they can make a difference there. I hope they can make a difference there. Um, now, I don't know if the, uh, the person that said, I'm not sharing your videos until you, until you hold your word, I'm not sure what they're talking about. It seems like the, um, that I didn't hold my word in calling somebody. I'm not sure who that was. We still have somebody to call tonight. I'm not sure what other thing they could be talking about. Um, but hold on a minute. We're going to get that number. We're going to get that number real quick for Michelle Ugenti. I haven't written that down yet. So just give me one second here. I know I don't know if that's what she's talking about, but that is on my uh, that is on my list to do tonight. Hold on one second here. Michelle Ugenti. Can't believe I didn't have her number all ready to go. All right, here we go. Here's the number. Let's call. 602. Put this, please, somebody put this in the comment thread. 602-926-4800. 602-926-4800. Let's call her now. I don't know if this is what they were talking about, but... I think I had the wrong number there. 602-926-4800. I still had another story to go through, but... A vacant number. Please check the number and try again. A vacant number, huh? Well, that is no good. It's what it says. 602-926-4800. Let's try it again. The phone number you dialed is a vacant number. Please check the number and try again. Wonder why that's a vacant number. Because when you pull it up, that is the number to call her at her office. So, hmm, let's see if she has... Maybe she quit, somebody said. Maybe she did. Uh, let's see if there's another number somewhere for her. If you guys find another number, please let me know. we got to make sure we try to... There it is. Six, let's try to call one more time here. So try another number. I found another one. Hello, Senator Ugenti. My name is Jeremy Harrell. I run a show called Live from America. You are live on the air right now. And uh, me and the 
the entire audience here, we wanted to call and actually talk to somebody. Apparently, nobody's there to talk to, even though it's middle of the day. But we wanted to call you and let you know our complete disgust in not only the way you handled the vote in Arizona for election integrity, but also the way you handled yourself at the Turning Points USA conference and the way you thought you could come in and get an endorsement by President Donald J. Trump and the way you were so very vain and put yourself on some pedestal to say that you were going to win the Secretary of State's office and you were going to win the primary next year. Um, We completely agree with the crowd that booed you off the stage. Uh, We don't hate you. We don't dislike you. We just want to know why you have abandoned your duties to represent the people of Arizona, abandoned your duties to the Republican Party. And we got to tell you that we are going to work day and night to make sure that you do not win that primary for the Secretary of State's office. We would rather have Katie Hobbs, as terrible as she is, at least we know where she stands. We would rather have her as the Secretary of State of the wonderful state of Arizona than a rhino who hides behind um, her true colors and shows them here and there when it comes to siding with Democrats. We don't think that you are capable of doing the job. We don't think that you are qualified to do the job. And we think that you owe the entire Republican Party and the, and the MAGA supporters of President Donald J. Trump a massive apology. And you also owe the Gateway Pundit a massive apology for trying to get their reporter arrested because he was exercising his First Amendment right to ask you very valid questions about how the voters that would be voting for you feel. We hope you know what we all feel, and we hope you know that we have got you pegged and that we are going to do everything we can to make sure that you're voted out of office, unless you come clean and apologize. And then, even then, even then, it's going to be uh, it's going to be very hard for you to win. We just wanted you to know that. We wanted you to know what the people that vote for you think, and uh, hopefully, you can come clean and apologize for everything you've done and work for the people. Finally, God bless you. Have a great day. So I don't know if that's what I was supposed to do, um, if that's what the word I wasn't uh, holding true to, but I had it on my agenda to do. So um, I want to show you one more video, and this is going to be also the Smarty Award of the day. The Smarty Award of today is going to go to the Cuban Americans, to the Cuban people who have sat outside the White House for days now protesting against Joe Biden for the lack of support the lack of help that he's given to the Cuban people, and for his claim that he is going to turn away any Cuban refugees seeking asylum while allowing in illegal immigrants that are, that are completely infected with COVID from places where they're not even running from oppression. So this is the Smarty Award of the day. Let's go ahead and cue that music, should we? Live from America, Smarty Award of the day goes to... Those wonderful, smart, conservative Cubans just looking for a better life and looking to finally get away from the totalitarian regime that they've been under. And they, I think they know that Biden is the same way. Check this out. Luis, you're there at the White House. You arrived at one in the morning. Um, You're already there with a group of people behind you. What's your message to President Biden? Listen, we are here to send a loud and clear message, and that is that the Cuban people need help. We need an intervention. 
We are here to let him know that we are fighting for our freedom. As you know, we've had a dictatorship for 62 years, a totalitarian regime that has stripped everything from her, from the Cuban people, including their humility and their decency. Today, they have no water, they have no electricity, they have no food. But you know what they have, Heather? I'm sorry, Rachel, you know what they have? They have hope. They have hope because the events that that, transpend, trans, that transponded on July 11, 2021, will go down in history, in every Cuban's heart and mind, as yeah. our new Independence Day. Because that is the day that the, 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 the entire country went out as a people and said, we want our freedom. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an amazing moment. I've never seen before. This is a critical moment for the Cuban people and their liberation. Um, it wouldn't be very hard for the Biden administration to provide internet access, um, cell phone coverage for them to organize and also to uh, uh, put out pictures and images of the repression of the protests. Um, the president hasn't done that. He's slow walking it. Why do you think he's doing that? Listen to what he says about Biden. Well, listen, I love that you brought up that point, and I want to say this. The Internet has been the one tool that has given the Cuban people a voice. And yes, like you said, this administration has been way too slow in acting. Actually, it's as easy as expanding the Wi-Fi out of the embassy. This right. is how quickly we can get Internet out to the Cuban people. So why I think that is, you know, I'd rather give them the benefit of the doubt, but I will say this, that their silence speaks volumes. It is deafening because... It says a lot about maybe what their true ideology is. Is it that aligned to Cuba's? Mm. Can you not denounce what is happening and take decisive action today? Preach, brother. You're right. The, the embassy could become a hot spot. There are private... See that? The, the, I love the way that, that that young man who fled Cuba at the age of eight, by the way. I love, 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 love the way he said, is the Biden regime that aligned with the totalitarian regime? in Cuba? Is it that hard to denounce the oppression and what they've done to us? That's that's big right there. And it, it, the crowd was even was even bigger today. So big shout out to that. You're not going to see any mainstream besides Fox News cover that because they don't want they don't want the American people to know that you know people from outside of this country hate the Biden regime. And they don't want the conservatives from Cuba coming here and telling the American people who are fighting for communism, trying to brainwash everybody like AOC is trying to do, that communism and socialism is, socialism is good. And this guy knows it, and so does Jorge Masvidal and every other Cuban-American here in the United States. And what you see there is just a glimpse of what you're going to see when Americans finally get fed up. I can't believe we're not there now, but we'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get there. And we're going to take over, we're going to take back everything around the world. The people, we the people are going to take back all of our freedoms. Just watch. Watch what happens in the next coming weeks and months. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America, part two here on July 26, 2021. I want to thank you so very much for joining with me. Um, if I forgot to do something with it for anybody, I, I apologize. If I, got to hold true, if I forgot to hold true to my word somehow, I do apologize. Please just reach out to me. Let me know if there's anything that I forgot to do. Uh, remember, check out Liberty 1776 Drinking Water. This was sent to me. Pretty awesome, American water. Um, so thank you guys all very much for joining in, and uh, I'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. And remember, until then, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there are is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, 
and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. We're running out of time, but I got one more uh, story that I wanted to go over, and we'll go over that first thing in the morning, and it's about Wisconsin and the forensic audit that they are getting ready to do there as well. So God bless you guys. Have a wonderful evening, and I will see you tomorrow for more Live from America, from the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire. Make sure you share the video, folks. See you later.